The impeachment sham cost how much? It's December 14th, 2023, and these are your headlines. Right off the bat, the impeachment of Attorney General Ken Paxton cost Texas taxpayers over $4.3 million, with some expenses still outstanding. Now, that's according to a new report, first reported by the Dallas Morning News, who received records from the Texas House, revealing a team of over 24 lawyers billed the House more than 7,800 hours of work related to the trial. Now, the House had hired prominent Houston attorney Dick DeGaron and Rusty Hardin to lead the prosecution at the cost of $500 an hour to taxpayers, along with a group of other lawyers providing legal assistance. According to the report, Hardin used at least 20 employees of his firm and billed $3 million. DeGaron and another attorney in his firm billed about $470,000. And more expenses are still outstanding. So that price tag will probably go higher. But already the $4.3 million exceeds the $3.3 million cost of the settlement the Attorney General's office had reached with a group of former employees who claimed they were fired unfairly to avoid further litigation. Why is that important? Well, House Speaker Dade Phelan and State Representative Andrew Murr, who led the impeachment, said that settlement, which was not approved by the House, was the impetus for the impeachment of Paxton. It was the whole reason they started it, they said. And the records also include thousands of dollars paid to New West Communications, a public relations firm before and after the trial, literally using taxpayer dollars to put a PR campaign around their impeachment of Attorney General Paxton, even after they lost. An audit of both chambers' expenses was requested after the trial by Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick, Senate and Office of the Attorney General. They uh, provided those numbers quickly. The House has been slow to do so. Expect that they will provide those numbers to the audit, uh, the auditor quickly now. Attorney General Paxton says the latest report is just the tip of the iceberg. He said whether it's the House costs, Senate costs, or the overall impeachment session costs, many millions more were incurred on Dade Phelan's sham and needless impeachment. Further, Dade, Dustin Burroughs, and the liberal Republican House leaders have proved they excel at spending what some believe could be $25 million in taxpayer dollars for multiple special sessions that have resulted in the House failing to produce results. Paxton went on to say all of this is due to Dade's ineffective leadership and unwillingness to govern like a conservative. Voters need to send Dade and any representative supporting Dade home in the upcoming primaries. He said we need effective leadership in the House that quits embarrassing Texas and is focused on making Texas a beacon of freedom enterprise, and opportunity. Dade Phelan did not respond to a request for comment. Speaking of Attorney General Paxton, he's joined 18 other state attorneys general, not attorneys general, attorneys general, in opposing a recently proposed rule that would prevent Christians who do not affirm LGBTQ lifestyles from becoming foster parents. The rule proposed is a set of guidelines be established for foster parents to follow, specifically concerning children who identify as LGBTQ. The American Family Association said that those who do not affirm the LGBTQ rules because of their Christian faith will be deemed unsafe by the Biden administration and ultimately rejected as foster parent candidates. So, in response, Paxton 
has signed on to a letter along with 18 other attorneys general in opposition to the proposed rule. They say this proposed rule seeks to accomplish indirectly what the Supreme Court found unconstitutional just two years ago. Remove faith-based providers from the foster care system if they will not conform their religious beliefs on sexual orientation and gender identity. Among its many other objections to the proposed rule, the letter noted that individuals and organizations of faith are critical parts of the foster care system. It also says that the rule discriminates against individuals and organizations of faith, threatens discrimination against family members, and threatens foster children themselves. So in addition to Paxton, who signed the letter on behalf of Texas, the letter was also signed by the Attorney General of Alabama, Alaska, Arkansas, Georgia, Idaho, Indiana, Iowa, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, Ohio, South Carolina, Tennessee, Virginia, and West Virginia. Good on those states for joining this letter. Did you know you can watch Texas Scorecard on your TV? If you have a Roku or Apple TV device, download the free Texas Scorecard app. There you can find all the great Texas Scorecard video content, like daily headlines, The Luke Messias Show, Heads Up, and Scorecard documentaries. Download the Texas Scorecard app for free on Roku or Apple TV. Lastly, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick is blasting the Texas Racing Commission following a vote to create more licenses for racetracks. He says the move appears to be in anticipation of casino expansion in Texas. Now, as the name would suggest, the Racing Commission oversees racetracks, racing in Texas, horse racing, right? But they have recently been in the movement of trying to expand gambling, have been for quite some years now in Texas. Now, following the commission's meeting, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick said this week that the Racing Commission was starting to look more like the Casino Commission. He said horse racetracks lose money millions over the years. No one would invest in a track unless they thought that they would be guaranteed a casino license one day if casinos were approved by the people of Texas. Which is certainly some of the thought that by expanding the amount of racetracks in Texas, perhaps that's a gateway then for if casinos are legalized and gambling is expanded in the state, that those license holders would have the ability to open up casinos or turn racetracks into casinos. Patrick's comments come as Las Vegas Sands, which has pushed heavily for casinos in Texas, has just purchased a tract of land outside of Dallas near the site of the former Texas Stadium where the Cowboys used to play. The company is expected to build a resort on the site. Now, Las Vegas Sands Corporation runs a multi-billion dollar casino empire. In recent years, they have turned their focus to the Lone Star State, starting the Texas Sands PAC. Now, that PAC doled out $2 million to Texas candidates during the last election cycle, including $300,000 to House Speaker Dade Phelan, $225,000 to Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick, $200,000 to Governor Greg Abbott, and $50,000 to Comptroller Glenn Hager. The Republican Party of Texas, meanwhile, opposes any expansion of gambling, including legalized casino gambling. An effort to expand casinos in Texas failed in the Texas House last session. It was not given a vote in the Senate. For more of today's stories, head to texasscorecard.com.